0: Dog When first choice is a big old bus You turn around and boom You, you end, end up with us Sloppy
1: seconds. seconds Oh, diva Our number is 213-536-9180 Our email is sloppysecondspod at gmail.com And now on with the show
0: Wow! Wow! Are ready wow! wow, you for some sloppy
1: seconds? I'm Meatball, mm-hmm. and that's Big Dipper, and welcome to Sloppy yes. Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball on the Tuesday episode.
0: Here we are in a heat wave. We live on the sun now. I just wish you could.
1: My cat is looking at me, and it's got one eye squinted. It's not happy about this. It's not happy Does about it. Does
0: she hate it that you um, say it? Well, I guess she hasn't been able to tell you what her gender is. She, yeah. And also she has we
1: she still has no personality.
0: Um what is Are going- you the kind of person hold on. Are you the kind of person that calls a baby an it? Until it decides. Until it decides I guess that's true. I always think people I guess now with the more progressive um and like thorough conversation around gender. Mm-hmm. Like sort of really being gender neutral with kids is great. But don't you feel like it is dehumanizing? Yeah, I don't I actually don't think it is that great.
1: Um <laughs> but I have been working on like very hard on d- using more they them for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um just so that it's easier for me because I guess I I don't know. It's a real problem misgendering people and then like having to apologize and at all I always know I always feel so bad about it, and I know that it happens to them so much often that they probably don't care.
0: Well, it's not that they don't care. I mean, again, we're both speaking out of turn I here. I don't but know. It's not, that, it's not that they don't care. What I've heard sort of like the general consensus um, is that a, a quick apology and a move past it is the best way. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to say she. I know it's he and you use they or that. It's like just be oh, I like, don't do all that. I just right. I just
1: correct it. I go, sorry, they da 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 da.
0: Right. And I think what that means is that, like, you're learning, you're clocking, but you're also you're also a real life human person who knows that just because you like fucked up something with the way like what you said doesn't mean you have like awful feelings towards that person. It wasn't malicious. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my cat, they sh- they left. They left. She they they got up and walked away. Well,
1: because of this fucking heat wave, I'm downstairs Girl. because the downstairs is easier to keep cool and you know, we've been letting her run the show down here, but honey, it is a it, yesterday it was 111 degrees in my neighborhood.
0: The it was reported
1: the hottest day in LA <laughs> in history. Honey, we in, made history yesterday, baby.
0: I saw something where it was like this has been the hottest day in 125,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm we like, oh it so <laughs> before the volcanoes chilled out, <laughs> like it used <laughs> to be molten lava and so it was that hot. No, so um I this is psychotic. Uh my barber is leaving town. Uh-oh. and he has been doing haircuts at his place um masked haircuts outside and okay. i have yet to get a haircut so i was like you know what let me go over there let me give him some money send him on his way whatever it was i'm sweaty to begin with imagine doing a sweaty haircut i mean soaked standing because he doesn't really have a good setup so in order to like be at the right level to get the fade i stood in the backyard with like a fan on me just like dripping sweat 115 degrees and he gave me a sickening haircut sickening you know um, oh that's very good and then when i came home my power was off ooh no. <laughs> so what did you I came do home- it was very hot. I went up into my bedroom because I had had an AC unit running up there while I was gone, so it could be like cold when I oh, got back.
1: Wasting power! Wow.
0: Well, I was going for Brown forty-five would minutes.
1: Not be proud. Who? Tammy Brown.
0: Tammy Brown. Yeah, plastics. Um, but I was ready to like walk into the room having cooled it off while I was gone, and I walked in and it was like mildly cooler and mostly completely stagnant and so i like laid there for a little bit and i was like what am i gonna do and then um some friends of mine were out of town uh so i went over to their house and went in their pool and i just sat in a pool for two hours that sounds lovely there's an app where you can rent you
1: can rent a swimming pool like from someone's backyard what
0: they just like let you come over
1: like you just go over to their house and it's like, and on it, it's like Airbnb, but for swimming pools. And it's just like, this one has a, a guest house attached so you can go inside and like use a bathroom. This one allows grilling and like this many people. This pool is this person's you have to walk into their laundry room to go to the bathroom. It's very interesting. It's all very overpriced. It's like $45 an hour for a swimming pool. And I was like, Whoa. I'm like, that's a little expensive because if I'm going to spend a day by the pool, it's going to be three or four or five hours. Yeah. I'm going to pay for it. Anyway, I had
0: like a I had like a very like high school hop the fence and like sit quietly in someone's pool in the middle of the Did day. Did you by. text
1: them to ask?
0: Yes, no, 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 no. I called them, but they're out of town. So like nothing is unlocked, you know, it's yeah. like the whole house is on lockdown, but I was like, I'm getting in that pool. And it was really refreshing. It was very nice and I'll probably go back today. Oh, I'll me I'll come over. Nope. So um oh. what else does it say there? I feel like there's oh, something sale. good. I'm oh, having okay. a drag sale. <laughs> okay, so you're having
1: people come to your house? Not my house. Okay. So what we're doing <laughs> is we're doing a like socially distanced drag sale where we're going to have uh <laughs> not my house. Not my house, and it's PJ's (laughs) old house, so she's leaving, so it doesn't matter. But we're going to sit, the way her front yard is set up is there's like a porch and a balcony thing that we can like set everything up down on the front lawn, but be up and away from everybody. Uh And then if they want to pay, yeah, well, we're going to, we are putting duct tape price tags on everything currently, like on hangers, so if they want to haggle, they can do it from a distance. And it's hopefully going to all be PayPal and Venmo. Main meals.
0: Try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff.
1: 20%
0: off your next box that's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active that's a sleigh baby so let me just run this back I feel like you and Pinche are great entertainers, beloved drag queens. I feel like neither of you are really well known for your fashion sensibilities or even the construction of the garments that you do make.
1: Well, here's the good thing about this sale, honey. It's stuff from years ago when I first started drag and it's a lot of purchased stuff. A lot of stuff from Juan Chavez, who used to design for the queens. It's a lot of Uh stuff that I had made and actually ended up not wearing because I didn't like it. So there's some stuff. There's like one costume in there that I paid $300 for that I have never
0: worn once. I have like one or two things like that, and it's so... And then
1: also, I have all these tons of shoes that I bought online that were supposed to be my size, so they say they're a size 13, but they... Our heels and they're too narrow or, like, the pitch is wrong. And so I have four or five or six boxes of just brand new never-worn heels for drag queen. Oh, so
0: it's a shoe sale. It's a it's shoe a sale. Shoe There's sale. jewelry
1: I never wore. There are costumes I never worn. Off-the-rack clothing. Um, like, a lot of ASOS dresses that I got and, like, never wore... So if girls want tip around, out- oh, tip around outfits that are just like cute little skinky little gir- girly girl
0: dresses. Things Nicole Cole Byer gave you that you couldn't fit into. I could fit into all of it. So um, what I was saying is that when I lived in Brooklyn, I finally I'd like done a gig or two where like I had a little extra money and I was like, I'm going to get some like custom stuff made. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And I went to someone who was like an artist and a designer and the sketches he showed me were like so incredible. They looked like like fucking like Ashton Michaels superhero pop star like garments. And he had this idea for this like coat, this like jacket he was going to make. I was so excited about all of it. And it was gonna cost me like I think at the time like four or five hundred dollars, which is it's like a lot of money to pay for something, regardless, and at that point, it was like the first time I was spending big money on something, yeah, and we had a fitting, and like everything was like pinned, and it was like, okay, I could see where it was going, and I was really excited girl when i finally picked that stuff up and paid him his money the construction was boo-boo i wore it once and my sweat stained it all like like the garment like looked good but if you turned it inside out it was garbage and it was not built to like sustain a body like mine performing in it and i felt like i got scammed but i also know that he spent hours and hours making it and designing it and he just
1: maybe he's just like that's how the inside of a lot of my costumes look because i'm just like i don't know i'm just gonna wear it once maybe he was like trying to make it like a costume like that but at that point don't charge
0: someone 300 400
1: 500 just be like listen i'll make it like at cost that's
0: that's what i like sort of learned from that experience is like are you, are you giving your money to someone who's going to, like, make something sickening for, like, a photo? Or make, like, mm-hmm. a durable garment that you can tour in and travel in? And know the difference. In? Right, exactly.
1: Because, you know, and you know, another thing that used to happen to me a bunch with this one designer is that the drawings were cunt. They were fashion. Right. He made my body look bigger and, like, fashion-y and, like, had the silhouette down. And then when, when I would get the garment, I would be like, well, the skirt, like, isn't as full as that image like it right. doesn't look the same so i was like you're what you're displaying to me and what i'm getting are two different things and i don't want to work with you anymore anyway you, you know wanted who... to talk about finally no da- i want to oh you want to keep reading, dragging you want to drag some oh, people
0: i just wanted to say the opposite of that is Bikala, who is a brad who is a guest on our show his drawings look like cartoon sketches there's like you know like they're fun to look at but you're like that couldn't be a real garment and then he makes like these like amazing <laughs> cat oh, yeah. suits that like lady gaga wears but you look at the sketch and it's like the fashion sketch and you're like that looks like you did that on a napkin and it like looks <laughs> like a. you're like it looks like a fun doodle but i don't really know and then the final thing is like so stunning every time sickening ma sickening ma wait what were you gonna say sis
1: oh honey miss diva i said miss Miss diva miss thing we we were talking earlier and and you said i think i'm ready to finally dive into being creative in a covid world what exactly did you mean by that you want to lean into something
0: well i think for me and you and you you and i have both been sort of kind of vocal about this like yeah, we've done digital shows and, like, done whatever, but it's all felt like tiding us over until we can get back to things as usual. Yeah. Well,
1: I just, I recently realized that there is no getting back to things as usual. This is it,
0: That honey. is correct.
1: This is where we're at. Drag is going to be an online event now.
0: So, in my mind, I'm just thinking, like, oh, like... W- w- how do, how do we sort of set ourselves up to create again, you know, I've been always sort of creating in a digital space, but to create and and to make things in a way where people feel safe, where people feel taken care of, where your audience is not sort of like weirdly second guessing, like, Did everyone have a, you know, like whatever, like, like being open and communicative, also being safe and responsible and not making new work in spite of the pandemic, but sort of leaning into what is a new way to create with these restrictions and how can Mm -hmm. I explore that in a bigger and more interesting way. But I think all of that is related to money and it continues to fuck independent artists oh yeah if you don't have money right now you him. because like money can get you tests on the day can pay for extra gear can pay for extra space can pay for you know all of the things you need to like make stuff in a safe safe way and independent artists like what the fuck like we have to be even more you but know. then
1: there's this the uh, the flip side to it, which I'm seeing flip a lot, it and I don't and reverse it. Tell me, pop, drip it, drop it. Um, <laughs> you know, I know how to rap. Uh, <laughs> there's a flip side and there's a reverse side, and I'm seeing a lot of um, really high quality videos with like large groups of drag queens in them, and like these amazing backdrops and things and my question is is like what is the safety like on that set or is it just caution to the wind we're a bunch of friends we don't really care
0: are you talking about welcome to chromatica the piranha queens no i'm talking no what is that it's like all the queens from that club in vegas piranha and they're like doing a bunch of like chromatica songs it's really sickening
1: Listen, I mean, the videos are sickening, but then the first thing that comes to my mind is, like, that's a lot of people r- in, like, really close. And, right. like, how are you making sure that all of you are tested? How are you doing that? It's a group right. of drag. Are you getting the free tests? Are you doing that? Like, I don't know. It's v- – I'm very – because it's, 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 like, are it, we going to
0: throw caution to the wind to, to make YouTube videos – No, but people also like need to survive and artists need to make work. So I think it's the idea of like, it it becomes even more about do your beliefs of the world line up with your collaborators. I think for a long time, we would be like, yeah, I'll work with them. Like, I think what they say on Twitter is a little whatever, but like, we'll have a good time. Let's work together on something. And now it's more like, girl, do you both have the same beliefs about the pandemic, about personal safety, about the public at large? And do you th- think that you collaborate well on camera? You know, it's like both things. Yeah, it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. Okay. All right. Well,
1: why don't we take a break and I can I can um, think about life as I know it. Ooh, there's a man getting out of a car across the street. He looking good. We'll come back out of this break.
0: Okay, we're back. Welcome back, everybody. We're back. back.
1: On Tuesdays, we answer questions or give advice or hear about how sloppy you are. Send us an email at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com, and we will read it next Tuesday. Oh, my God. Let's do this, y'all. From Soggy. Hey, Big Dipper and Meatball. So like the title says, I have a diaper fetish. I don't have the often associated age play fetish. I just see it as a particular avenue of piss play. Okay, that makes sense. As you can probably anticipate, I find this pretty embarrassing, and I'm reluctant to share it with people. Luckily, there's a bit of a community online, so I can get it out of my system without raising it. Raising it?
0: Like raising it up in conversation?
1: Oh, my issue is that I don't tell my boyfriends about it. My last boyfriend, he went through my stuff. It was pretty well hidden. And he found out about it and was really upset about the fact that I didn't tell him this small part of my sexuality. My current boyfriend... Okay, let's open, stop so. for a
0: second. Your boyfriend went through your stuff and found this fetish. So that means found physical diapers. Yes. Yes. Versus through, like going through your files on your computer and finding. Okay, videos. but now
1: what I'm wondering is this: is this diaper play the type of? I mean, he says that the age play isn't involved, and at first I was like, "Wait, old men and diapers?" But I was like, "Oh no, they like babies, the babies." Yeah, um, I went. I want to re- be a
0: baby. baby. You can babysit me. I'm gonna pee my pants. Ooh, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> um. So
1: he's probably, what kind of diapers is he wearing? Like, my mind thinks that he's just going and getting, like, the grocery store under underoos that you can buy. But do you think he's got some fashionable I ones? Because c- if it's, like, hidden away. I can,
0: al- I can almost guarantee that there are, like, sickening adult diapers that exist in the world that aren't, like, Depends. No, Okay. So you think he's got those? Okay. I think he's, I mean, if he also, says- fuck your last boyfriend because they shouldn't be going through your shit. That's none of their right. business. If he says, um, I don't tell boyfriends about it, that means he's had a relationship with this fetish longer than any of his boyfriends have. Like, longer yes. than the relationships he's had with his boyfriends. Okay, keep going.
1: My current boyfriend and I are open, so when there's not a pandemic on, I can easily satisfy my fetish with others and still have a very satisfying sex life with my boyfriend. My mm-hmm. question is whether I owe it to my current and future boyfriends to t- already think about the future. You know what I mean? He's got one eye in the moment. One
0: eye on the moment. Stop. Girl, she's, I, she, she's ready to really play the field. To yeah, my current no. and or future boyfriends when they may or may not happen. No, it
1: wasn't and or it was just <laughs> and future. It wasn't a possibility. <laughs> it is gonna happen. I honestly don't want a boyfriend to try it out just to make me happy, or even if we're not open, I can survive without it. However, do I owe them an explanation just out of a sense of honesty? Okay, can I say two things really quick? Go ahead. I I don't think that you if you I don't think that there's anything wrong with, one, telling your boyfriend that you're into it, especially if you're open and you're like, listen, if you're not into it with me, I'll just go do it with other people. There's nothing wrong with asking him to try it once. Maybe he will
0: like it. Right. I think there... Okay, what was the other thing? You said you wanted to say two things. You don't owe... I Oh, two,
1: you don't owe him an explanation <laughs> of why you like it. Like, right. if He if it's like a deal breaker, then it's a deal breaker. Goodbye, baby. So... Literal baby.
0: No, I'm just kidding. He said no. <laughs> he said no to the baby stuff. <laughs> no to just, the baby it's stuff. A, it's, just, it's an extension of piss play. So I'm curious what the extension of piss play is. Uh, first keeping of all, it's probably be hypothetical. keeping it warm and on his body. So it's like, body. I want to walk around with a heavy piss soaked diaper.
1: M- maybe more than I just want to walk around with piss on me. Okay. Like, you can't wear like a pissy
0: shirt in public, but you can wear a pissy diaper pee see pee, And I wonder if it's like, I want my boyfriend or my other person, because he said, he, you know, but if it's like, I want the other person to pee in the diaper and then I wear it. Ooh. Or like, let's just keep coming up oh my with God. For the diaper.
1: They, okay, so one of them pees in the diaper, and then the other one pees in their diaper, and then they switch diapers. Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: The or switch what with if Gia it's gun. like... <laughs> This Swish. Um, what if it's like they each pee in the diaper and then they wring the diaper out and then they drink it so it has that like not only piss but diaper taste. Yeah,
1: that nice foamy filler taste. So my thing about fetishes is like What if they piss on the diaper and then, then put it on their face like a Spider Man mask and then kiss upside down? <laughs>
0: What if they wait until it's wintertime and they freeze the piss-soaked diapers and then they go out and they find a uh, a hill covered in snow and they use those icicle diapers as uh, sleds? Yes. (laughs) That's the (laughs) The answer is yes. Yes. (laughs) No, the thing that I think about fetishes is um, like... I think you should feel safe and open enough to tell your partner. I don't think if if you're going to be in like a real open and intimate relationship, I don't think you should feel like you need to hide anything. But also, I think it's totally fine to have a fetish in your head that you don't necessarily want to do with your partner. For instance if I was dating someone close to my age, but I sort of like got off on the idea of like a daddy son role play, but I don't like that bullshit when the daddy is younger or the same age. Like I want an old Mm -hmm. man to be my daddy. So it's like, I'm not going to be able to play that fetish out with my boyfriend because we're the same age. Yeah. So I think it's totally fine. I mean, I think if you want to tell them, I think that's great, but I also think like hiding it from them, I guess, I guess then we get into the conversation of is omission considered lying?
1: Yeah. Or what if you just were like, I'm kind of into this diaper thing.
0: Yeah, you then, could try it out and be like, and are you see. into piss? Like first go with are piss. You into
1: piss. Yeah, if and it's then an be extension like, of piss play, get into the piss play with your partner first. And then be like, now what I want to do is keep the pee on me all day. Go to work, sit in it, bring it home. What
0: if, what if there was like a mobile receptacle that could hold the pee and smell really, really bad after a couple hours? How about that?
1: I want a (laughs) diaper.
0: That's so interesting. I've never really thought about
1: diapers. I did because the first time I ever dressed up as a baby, Vander. Von Odd messaged I guess told me in person I don't know one of the two was just like you know that diaper fetish is like a huge thing and I was like wait what do you mean and then they showed me everything about diapy fetishes diapy and I was like IP. great so I'm dressing up like a big old baby and a lot of men were grabbing me and then remember that poopy diapers when I got pulled that was the only time I ever had sex and drag he sucked your dick in the back of the alley what the- yeah
0: in the in Vaseline alley Anyway, so, you know,
1: we maybe gave some good advice. I'm not really sure what happened here today on this day. I don't think we gave
0: any advice. I think we just talked about diapers.
1: I think, no, you said that it's really, it's
0: if you, oh. I'm happy to not give advice. You can write in just to get your story on the air. You don't even, we're not even going to give you advice. Yeah, but do you think that this person should tell their
1: partner that they're into diapers?
0: Here's what I'll say about the snooping. I don't like that your ex-boyfriend found your stuff. But also, I'm probably totally that bitch who would snoop. Bitch, look at you. You would snoop. You would. You have snooped. I'm you, a snooper. You're... I'm a fucking
1: <laughs> snooper. And if you let me house at your house, bitch, I'm going through every drawer.
0: I want to see it all. Yeah, completely. Well-
1: Thanks so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. This is our Tuesday episode, and you can follow us on Instagram at, <laughs> at SloppyPod. Again, this is Tuesday. Do not forget the day. Send us an email at <laughs> sloppy at gmail.com or call in with your fuck talk story at
0: 213-569180. We sang that in perfect unison, right? Absolutely. No, absolutely not. Will, Big di- Will. Will, you better edit that so it's important. The whole unison. thing has
1: been off. You're behind
0: and for some reason. It's because I'm on um my phone, but I'm about to get on my computer and I won't be. Okay.
1: And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode, which will now come out every Tuesday. Today is Tuesday and Friday.
0: Hey, what day is it today?
1: It's Tuesday, you
0: fucks. <laughs> um, cool. So we will see you on Friday. Thank you so much. Oh wait we have to do another cooking challenge.
1: Right, 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 right. What did you have in mind?
0: Well, I wanted to make like, I wanted to try to make like, it's so hot right now, so maybe we'll have to wait for this, but I wanted to make like a pho or a ramen or like something something that feels, this. this sounds fucked up, but I'll just say it. Something that is like not culturally something I'm used to, which feels sort of, unattainable in my own kitchen does that make sense
1: yes well i think the only unattainable thing is that the ingredients are very different like you have to have sesame oil and the pork has to be a certain way and it's like broth and
0: stuff that's just not normal
1: for american cuisine
0: well not even not normal for american cuisine for me it's just like it's not something i'm used to and so like i don't feel confident being like ah yes let me like like make make this kimchi at home. What if we what if our, our first goal was to like make some homemade kimchi? Doesn't it take like a month? We can see.
1: We'll look into it.
0: Either kimchi
1: or uh or a f or a pho. Or pickles. Baby, I make pickles all the time. <laughs> you wanna go all on right. this pickle? You know what? The no, pickles no. would be easy because then we could jar them and then do a trade off.
0: Okay, let's and do pickles and who- kimchi. Let's start doing jarred jarred prepared foods. Okay, we'll do pickles. Okay. Well everyone, bye. And I'll be using my grandma's recipe. Goodbye. <laughs> doodly doodly do la doot forever. forever. No. <laughs> Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media. Mom!
1: Posted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Mixed and mastered by William
0: Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey.
1: Our artwork is drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by
0: Mike Malarkey.